This is The State for Thursday, October 20th, where we bring you the headlines that matter. I'm Rachel Fulton. Today's weather forecast is predicting cloudy skies early, then partly cloudy in the afternoon, with a high of 51 and a low of 35. For our first headline of the day, focusing on President Samuel L. Stanley Jr.'s resignation, President Stanley said he will cooperate with the Board of Trustees in its search for a new interim president, an announcement which came five days after his 90-day notice of resignation. Stanley stated these plans at the October 18th University Council meeting. At the meeting, the council, which is composed of administrators, faculty members, and students, also passed a no-confidence vote in the MSU Board of Trustees. The no-confidence vote passed 85-6, to making it the third vote of no confidence in the Board of Trustees to pass in MSU governing bodies recently. At the council meeting, several members of the university council also shared they will be meeting with the board tomorrow via Zoom to discuss the selection of an interim president and to voice concerns regarding the board's conduct. The meetings will include deans and associate provosts, members of the faculty senate, and student leaders from various governing groups. Council members and faculty senate chairperson Karen Kelly Blake said in order to accurately educate people on the board actions that led up to the vote, they will also be emailed information, links, statements, and reports to inform their decision. She also encouraged students and faculty who want to learn more to attend the Teach-In on Academic Governance on October 21st from 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. in the STEM Teaching and Learning Facility. For our second headline, focusing on Election Day, the 2022 midterm elections are now less than a month away. Here's an update on key races and issues in Michigan, along with helpful information on making sure you are geared up to vote on November 8th. The gap between gubernatorial candidates Gretchen Whitmer and Tudor Dixon is beginning to tighten as the campaign season heads into its final weeks. Polling released last week indicated that Whitmer sits at a still comfortable 11 points ahead of Dixon at 49% and 38%. This is a decrease in Whitmer's lead, which was clocked at 16 points in mid-September. The candidates participated in the first of two televised debates on October 14th in Grand Rapids, sparing on several key issues facing voters in November. It marked the first time in Michigan's history that two female candidates seeking the governor's office appeared side-by-side for a debate. Democratic incumbents Dana Nessel and Jocelyn Benson are still leading in Michigan's races for Attorney General and Secretary of State. They are challenged by Matt DiPerno and Christina Caramo, both of whom have been endorsed by former President Donald Trump. The Attorney General race between Nessel and DiPerno is the most competitive out of the three top-of-ticket midterm battles with recent polling placing Nessel only five points ahead of DiPerno, just outside the margin of error. With the candidates at 43% and 39%, the race is close enough to be considered a statistical dead heat. Three ballot proposals will be presented to Michigan voters on November 8th. Proposal 1 deals with term limits, extending terms in the state legislature to 12 years in either or both houses. 
Next, Proposal 2 would institute several voting reforms, including an additional nine days of early voting and requiring the state to pay for the postage of absentee ballots. Finally, Proposal 3, arguably the most controversial of the issues on the ballot, would enshrine abortion rights in Michigan's Constitution. Michiganders have several options when it comes to casting their ballots. You can vote by mail or in person as long as you are registered. In-person registration can be done up until and on election day. For online or mail registration, the deadline is October 24th. An easy way to get registered or to change your voter registration is to visit the Michigan Voter Information Center. For our final headline, focusing on city events, East Lansing Farmers Market welcomed community members on Sunday, October 16th to celebrate the fall season during the annual Autumn Fest. Participants, families, and students alike had a variety of activities to choose from, with a petting zoo, live music, crafts, and vendors carrying locally grown produce. The East Lansing Farmers Market requires their vendors to sell products that are 100% homegrown or homemade. While the mission of farmers markets allows for small business vendors to get their produce and products out to the public, they also prioritize sustainability by minimizing the amount of waste and pollution they create versus corporate farms. A visitor to the East Lansing Farmers Market can find a multitude of locally grown and sourced sustainable products every Sunday through October 30th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Thank you for joining us for The State, produced by the State News and Impact 89FM. You can find us online at statenews.com and impact89fm.org. And we'll be back tomorrow with our last episode of the week with more.